Hello everyone, I'm Ben, and this is the Jammin' News Podcast. On this podcast, I'm going to be talking about sports, mainly high school, and some college sports. Hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. I'm going to start off with some high school baseball, and... I'm finding this information on Max Preps, so if the scores haven't been inputted or they were inputted incorrectly, then there might be some fluctuations. But in all of the United States, the top 10 schools are St. Mary's Prep in Michigan, Sierra Canyon in California, Stoneman Douglas in Florida, Sumrall in Mississippi, Barkley Prep in Florida, Brother Rice in Illinois, Bishop Gorman in Nevada, Calvary Christian in Florida, Providence in North Carolina, and IMG Academy in Florida. Four of the top ten schools are from Florida, so that shows that Florida is producing some good baseball. <laughs> um, but yeah, the top three schools have a record of 9 0 0 for St. Mary's Prep, 22 0 0 for Sierra Canyon, and Stoneman Douglas has an 18 2 record. Like some of the. This doesn't make too much sense since. Oh, wait, so the, wait, yeah, wait, yeah, so Samral, who is in fourth, has a 24-0 record, and Barkley Prep, who's in fifth, has a 20-0 record, so, like, some of these schools, it might just be down to runs and stuff like that, that will affect this but yeah like it's just probably like scores and how they all come together so i'm going to now move over to some softball um the top 10 schools for softball are Roncalli in Indiana, Lake Creek in Texas, Clovis North from California, Oaks Christian from California, Deer Park from Texas, Peterson Mill from Maryland, Bullard from Texas, Oxbridge Academy from Florida, O'Connor from Texas, and Benton from Arizona. Um, like, I feel like this is a little surprising because I would think that there would be some schools that are the same from both, or that are, like, on both, but they have not, or they aren't. So, yeah. so the, like, for these, like, most of the, these teams have a good record. Uh, and the Deer Park, who's in fifth, has a record of thirty and two. 
So, and like Bullard has Gar twenty nine and zero. So like they have like some of these teams have played a lot more. Excuse me, a lot more games than others because Ron Colley from Indianapolis. It has an overall record of five and zero, but like I just said, the like Bullard has a twenty nine and zero record, so this will probably change some of the things that might think. Because like overall, I feel like I would put Deer Park, Bullard, um and Lake Creek in the top three compared to Roncalli, Lake Creek, and Clovis North. So, it's just kind of my thinking about it. But, yeah. That's all I have for high school sports. And I will move over to college sports after the break. Hello, or hello, we are back from the break. I am going to be talking about Division One softball with main focus on Division One softball, like I just said, and the Big West Conference. And the teams in the Big West Conference are Cal State Fullerton, Long Beach State, Hawaii, Cal Poly, UC San Diego, UC Riverside, UC Davis, Cal State Northridge, UC Santa Barbara, and Cal State or CSU Bakersfield. I like there's only like there is only one team that is not in the California on this team or in this conference, with that being Hawaii. Um, and Hawaii is third place in the whole conference, so they're not doing poorly compared to like CSU Bakersfield and UC Santa Barbara with their record being 3 and 15 compared to Hawaii's 12 and 6 in, or in the conference and overall Cal State or CSU Bakersfield is 8 and 28 UC Santa Barbara is 11 and 32 um, and Cal State Northridge is seventeen and twenty-eight, and those round out the bottom three. Bottom three, with Cal State Fullerton having a thirty-one and fifteen overall record, and uh, Long Beach State having twenty-three and nineteen record, and Hawaii having an eighteen and fifteen record overall, um, and. Like, the rest of the teams are kind of hovering around that. They're not, like, or, like, there's, like, kind of, like, in between. With, oh, like, with uh, Cal Poly, um, who is in fourth, having 16 and 23 record um, overall, and in the conference, an 11 and 7 record. So, that's the main reason why I think they're in fourth is because they have one less loss and one more win than UC San Diego who has a 10 and 8 record in the conference and a 22 and 22 record overall um and yeah and like in the conference there's 
two ties with UC Davis having a 7-11 and record in the conference and Cal State Northridge also having a 7-11 and record in the conference. But overall, UC Davis has a better like overall record with two more or with a 19 and 24 record and Cal State Northridge having a 17 and 28 record. I'm now going to talk about games and yesterday the 23rd of April the Long Beach State team beat Cal Poly 4 to 1 which pretty competitive game like would have been interesting to watch and since they're both in southern california they might have some more like family or friends from either school at that game but like compared to like if it was hawaii versus cal poly or long beach state versus hawaii where there's like a good few hour flight to Hawaii or to the mainland, depending on where the game is. And the game, like the Long Beach State team and Cal Poly team are in the top five. So it's not like they're either bad teams. And it just is like that Long Beach State just overpowered Cal Poly. So the thing is, if the Long Beach State team had lost, then they would have been tied for the in-conference record with Hawaii. So So Long Beach State was playing for something, and so was UC State, or, or... UC San Diego was hoping Cal Poly would like would would lose because if they now that Cal Poly lost that game, they if they lose one more and UC San Diego wins another one, then they'll have or UC San Diego will have a better conference record than Cal Poly. Like Long Beach State and Hawaii are two and or Long Beach State is two games back from Cal State Fullerton. Long Beach State or Hawaii is three games back, three games back from Fullerton, and Cal Poly is four. So Long Beach and Cal Poly are still close in matches. So if there's like if they end up losing. Oh, um, like if the Long Beach State team loses their next like five games and Cal Poly wins their next five, then the they might be switching positions, and and Cal Poly might have a closer like match with Cal State Fullerton, depending on how they do. Uh, I'm now going to switch conferences to the Big or the Big Ten conference. This conference consists of 
Northwestern Nebraska, or yeah, Northwestern Nebraska, Illinois, Wisconsin, Maryland, Penn, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, Indiana, Minnesota, Purdue, Michigan State, Rutgers, and Iowa. The top three teams are Northwestern, Nebraska, and Illinois, uh, with with the in conference record of fifteen and two for Northwestern, thirteen and two for Nebraska, and twelve and four for Illinois. So their overall records are like show more of a difference with a thirty four and seven record for Northwestern, thirty four and eleven for Nebraska, and Illinois having a twenty nine and eighteen record. So the game oh like all of these teams are close with Illinois being two and a half games away from Northwestern and Nebraska being only one. So these teams are very close because if Nebraska and Illinois win like in their next three games and Northwestern loses their next three games, then Northwestern could go down into third and maybe into fourth too if Maryland who and into fifth if Maryland and Wisconsin who are in fourth and fifth win their next four games because Wisconsin is three and a half games back and Maryland is three. So they're still close like to Northwestern at first. So this is a good like conference to watch because their top five are within three games of each other. Um, and their like current like games that happened of or like games that happened yesterday between Ohio State and Michigan. Um, or the game yesterday between Ohio State and Michigan ended up being 5-4 Michigan. So that game would have also been a cool game to watch if you were able to see it, seeing how only one score was the gap in the end. And, like, the thing is, Ohio State was leading in through the first three uh, having a four or three record or four three score going into the fourth and then they let up two runs to make it five four in the fourth and then after that there was nothing else that happened for the rest of the game um and scoring wise at least they tied up or they were tied in home or and hits and errors were committed once by Ohio State and twice by Michigan. The game between Maryland, er, and the last game I'm going to talk about 
was between Maryland and Minnesota. Maryland beat Minnesota 4-3, to another close game that went into seven innings, or that went through the full seven and compared to half of the seventh. This game happened in Minnesota, and there was scores from the very beginning with Minnesota scoring one, and and then in the top of the second, the Maryland team scored one to tie the game up, um, and then Minnesota followed that up by getting two more. So, so like Minnesota's winning until the, like the fifth inning when Maryland tied it up, and Minnesota just let up an error that could have caused the Maryland team to score the two runs in the seventh that made them win the game. The all of these games and like you can find by going down into the description and if you want you can search up more games by going to the D1 softball link in the description too. I will be moving on to orienteering, a new topic that I haven't talked about in a few seconds. Are you ready for the orienteering portion? I am. On this part of the episode, I'm going to be talking about the, the results for Balaton Mountain Bike Orienteering Middle Distance. I'm guessing it's middle distance. And also what orienteering is according to the USA Orienteering website. It says that orienteering is a sport in which the the competitors navigate independently through the terrain. Competitors must visit a number of control points marked on the ground aided only by map and compass. In standard orienteering competition, the task is to to run the course in the shortest possible time. Orienteering competitions are held primarily in terrain that ideally is unfamiliar to the competitors. So that's like an interesting thing because it could either be a long event that takes an extremely long time or uh, an event that can be take like that can take like thirty minutes and not be a long day's thing, and it also seems like something that you could do, like in, like just like for fun, if you end there and also like, like this, there's, like in competition, so. Like so, there's like multiple ways this could probably be, like that that this could be done. Like, like uh, there's mountain bike orienteering, there's ski orienteering, and like obviously like on foot orienteering plus a few others which you can find the on the international orienteering fe- like federations website. And 
just wherever and you can like also like find other resources about it too and so the one that i'm going to be talking about it is in the mountain bike orienteering category and that and it happened in hungary on the 23rd of april 2022 and in this event, most people, or the, in the top 10, a majority of them were from the Czech Republic. So, seven of them, or seven out of the top 10, were from the country of the Czech Republic. Two of them were from Italy, and one was from Austria. The... Names I'm going to say for in the top 10, I'm probably going to be butchering, so sorry about that. But the first one, or the, in first place, is Wojtek Ludwig from the Czech Republic, and is in the organization of the Czech Republic. They got the course in the time of 48 minutes and 8 seconds. In second place is Christoph Bogar from the Czech Republic and is in the Czech Republic organization. They got a time of 49 minutes and 26 seconds, with which is a differential from the first place racer of 1 minute and 18 seconds. In third place from Italy under the Italian organization is Luca Delaval with a time of 51 minutes 4 seconds with a differential of 2 minutes and 56 seconds. In fourth place is Vostek Stronsky from the Czech Republic under the Czech Republic organization with a time of 51 minutes and 23 seconds, 3 minutes, 15 second differential. In fifth place is Tobias Breitscheidel from Austria under the ASKOE Hendorf Orienteering Organization. This person got a time of 51 minutes, 27 seconds. Just four seconds behind Vostek Stronsky with a time uh, with a differential of three minutes, 19 seconds from first place. In sixth place from the Czech Republic under the Czech Republic organization is Martin Conta with a minute or with a time of 51 minutes 33 seconds differential of 325 um in sixth place is jerry Hradil from the czech republic with a time of 52 minutes and 16 seconds differential of four minutes and eight seconds and in eighth place is martin sevik from the Czech Republic with a time of 52 minutes and 36 seconds. Following 
in or following them in ninth place is Fabino Bettega from Italy under the Italian organization with a time of 52 minutes and 45 seconds with a 4 minute 37 seconds difference. In 10th place is Jan Hasek from, from the Czech Republic with a time of 52 minutes and 55 seconds and a differential of 4 minutes and 47 seconds. And seeing that the times in, like, out of these top 10 racers, it kind of seems that they might have been in groups. Um, and, like, the first and second racer, like, the first, like, three racers are does, don't seem like they were in, like, maybe, like, a group or kind of, like, following someone because they have, like, a minute or more in between them. But, like, the third and fourth rate, like, or the fourth and fifth placed racers were only four seconds behind each other. And in sixth place was, only was like, was six seconds behind the fourth place, or behind the fifth place. So... Like, it kind of seems like there might have been some, like, people, like, near each other to where they weren't, like, where they were trying to find it, but, like, on their own, but also see, were trying to see where their, the people around them were, too, just to, just so they may, might be able to finish the course quicker. But the... Other racers, like after tenth place, have like bigger gaps in between them, so it doesn't seem like they really knew where the other racers were. And also, um, since this is a mountain bike orienteering race, I'm guessing the course is probably bigger than the like ski orienteering or like regular like trail orienteering because like just because the course or you're able to go farther in a short amount of time on bikes than you are on skis and just by yourself like on your feet um, and in 31st out of 31st place was Matthias Mezix from Hungary under the Soprani MAFC organization and with a time of one hour, nine minutes, and eight seconds. So the, this is 21 minutes exactly after the first, or uh, after Wojtek Ludwig came in. So... Like, this kind of shows just, like, how stuff can change pretty quickly compared to, like, it could be a short race or it could be a long race uh, with, like, just those two people showing it. So, oh, wait, this is in the men's competition. Um, so, th like, the all of the top ten and 
be like all 31 racers in this race were under the men's category um and in the women's race it took a few minutes longer with like i'm just gonna since there were 20 less racers in the women's one i'm just gonna say the top five with three of the or with yeah with three of the top five racers coming from the czech republic and one one coming from Italy and one coming from Hungary, um, and first was Martina Tchaikovsky or Tchaikovska, uh, with a time of fifty two minutes and forty one seconds. And second uh, is Iris Aurora Pecori from Italy. With a time of fifty-five minutes and thirty-three seconds, differential of two minutes and fifty-two seconds, Katrina Novakova in third from the Czech Republic, with a time of fifty-six minutes twenty-five seconds, with a differential of three minutes forty-four seconds. In fourth place is Valerie Kamara. Kamarerova from the Czech Republic under TJ Stadion Nova Bor organization with a time of 57 minutes 23 seconds, which is 4 minutes 42 seconds from Martina Tichovska. And in fifth from Hungary under the Dios Giori VTK SE organization is Bianca Tomas with a time of 58 minutes and 52 seconds. Time 442 or time away from first, four minutes and 42 seconds. Or, but Bianca Tomas's time was 58 minutes and 52 seconds and differential of 6 minutes 11 seconds. All of these racers would still would be in the like top twenty, um, like would be in like the top twenty and twenty first, like twenty first and above racer, if they were competing in the men's race, like in the men's race. So it could still be a competitive match if they were all together. Um, and even though they might not be in the top, like there might not be any of them in the top 10, it might still be one that can get a close and like close races and make it more interesting with like, if they were all like, if they were with the men, that's all I have for this exact or this episode i hope you enjoyed it i am ben and this was the jammin news podcast see you on the next episode and i hope your week goes well